fear. Him. Or me. I gonna deliver you into the light. Steven Seagal is marked for death. It's my silent partner. But this time, he's bringing out the big guns. Steven Seagal, marked for death. Are you some kind of cop? Nah, I'm just a concerned citizen. Hello everyone, and welcome to the Foo for Thoughts podcast. This is episode 11. Um, we are a podcast that discusses Kung Fu cinema, kind of one movie at a time. I am here with my co-host Devon. Hello. And I am here with my co-host Cyrus. Chui. There you go. <laughs> so uh, this week we are <laughs> discussing Steven Seagal's Marked for Death, uh, which is a 1990 film. And um, I haven't seen many Steven Seagal films. I've seen zero. You've this seen is my zero. first Have one. Have you seen it? I've seen bits. I've never sat through one. You've never seen Under Siege? I don't know which one's oh. which. <laughs> That's a submarine, right? <laughs> it's, a, it's a boat. It's a ship. Oh. It's not a submarine. Oh. No. I don't think it... There might be a submarine in it. I can't remember. I don't know. Um... So yeah, I've seen Under Siege, Under Siege 2, Dark Territory, I believe that's called. Jesus. I think I've seen Hard to Kill. Um, I watched a, a bunch when I was young, uh, and I don't, I don't really, I've never seen this one before. That's, that's for certain. Um, before we jump into the actual film itself, I just thought we'd have a bit of a discussion uh, and talk about action films in general, if we've seen any action-related things this week. I will start because uh, myself and Devon saw Terminator Dark Fate. And I have a gripe, not with the film, but with people talking about the film. Everyone's criticism about this film seems to be this. I'm upset that this film is about a robot trying to kill someone. <laughs> they say it's too term terminatory, But it's a Terminator movie. And it frustrates me. <laughs> If we're, like, it's it too, was good. It's too much like Terminator 2. They're like, yo, there's way too much sex in this porno. <laughs> right, exactly. It's like saying, oh, Jurassic, the new Jurassic Park, there should be sharks in it. Just sharks. No no dinosaurs. It should be a shark movie. It was good. It was it, a good movie. Oh, it, it was great. I really, really enjoyed it. It's one of the better action films I've seen this year. Um, I thought the hand-to-hand -hand stuff, the, the close-up fights, were fucking great. Um, I don't know what everyone's gripe is about it. It's yeah. it's a bit frustrating. We recommend it. We do recommend it. It's up there. Go and see it because it's not making any money. Yeah, apparently. I heard. Yeah, that and something else didn't do very well. Uh, it's not a little film called The Joker or Joker. Oh, that's no, for no. sure. Um, yeah, I'm not Charlie's sure. Angels. Oh, Charlie's Angels. Yeah, that's getting shat upon. Yeah. But I haven't seen that. I'll probably see that years from now <laughs> when it's out on streaming services. Um, been watching Arrow as well. Yeah. Um, started with season one. We just started season two. And I am surprised. Arrow has some decent fight scenes. It really does. The editing is horrendous. It's all over the place. It's very quick cuts. So you can't quite see what's going on. It's not shaky cam, but it's like very quick. Um, but some of the fight scenes are really good. And they steal a lot from the Raid movies. There's a lot of moves in Arrow uh, that are from the Raid movies. Um, anyone else watch anything action-based. If we don't, we can move on. It's fine. We watch the same things. So We did watch the same things. I did watch a martial arts movie yesterday, um, which was called King of Kickboxers, which is... Um, it's Van Damme's kickboxer, kind of remade, 
but with Billy Blanks as the bad guy. If you don't remember Billy Blanks, remember Tybo? Yeah. Tybo Billy yeah, Blanks. He's the bad guy. Oh dear. Yeah. And he plays, I'm not sure where he's from, but he kind of speaks like the Hulk. He's like, me want woman. Or Tarzan, even. Um, he's, I'm not sure where he's meant to be from, but I'm pretty sure it's a smidgen racist. But I don't know. Um, I watched that. It's actually not a good film. It's meant to be quite good. A lot of martial arts fans like it. Uh, I didn't care for it apart from the final fight scene, which was which was pretty good. Um, but yeah, let's let's jump into Marked for Death. Okay. Uh, I have a lot of facts about the film, which I'm gonna reel off first. J- right. So Steven Seagal, you don't know a lot about him, Devin. No. Right. You know what, Cyrus? I know uh, that he just breaks everyone's necks. Okay. Firstly, he squints. Let's. <laughs> and he has a ponytail. Yeah. Yeah. So. Where's he from? What's his background, do you think? He Ugh. says he's Native American in some films, Italian in others. Wait, you mean like, not his characters, but him himself? The Where man do you think himself? he's from? Ohio. <laughs> I meant like, racially. <laughs> um. I love him. I'm gonna guess. Is he from Ohio? I meant his racial makeup. Because he's, he's olive skin. Yeah. He's actually Mongolian. Whoa. Yeah, really? I have no idea. Um, I went on a Wikipedia deep dive, and honestly, deep diving on Steven Seagal is like deep diving on Magneto. You know when they <laughs> give like you a Scientology. history yeah. <laughs> of everything that happened in the comics? Like in this comic, he was a woman. And this comic, that's Steven Seagal. There's so much shit out there about him. Because he just lies about everything. Well, yeah. apparently he does lie. Um, his martial art, <laughs> we kind of laughed about this. Do you know his martial art, Devin? What do you think it is? So that was one of my, that was, it's in my notes. That's one of my questions through this movie. When am I going to see martial arts? All right. Well, because <laughs> I saw, I saw lots of pushing. I saw lots yes! of clothes. I saw lots of clotheslines. The man likes to push. <laughs> and just like breaking bones. But right. I didn't see. Well, let's, let, I'm going to address this at yeah. the top. His martial art is Aikido. Okay. Aikido is a lot of joint manipulation tossing, throwing, and using people's energy against them. Right. Aikido's a legitimate martial art. So, when you're watching him do all that shit, it is legit. And when I when we go over the fight scenes a little bit later in more details, I actually have some stuff to say about the fight scenes. But, he is a 7th Dan Aikido master, which apparently is like super hard to get to. You can only get to 10th Dan, and if you get to 10th Dan, you can breathe underwater. You know, it's like yeah, yeah. seriously good stuff. Okay. Um, so... Yeah, he's a he's a tenth, uh, sorry, seventh Dan Aikido master. He's the first ever foreigner to open up an Aikido school in Japan, which is pretty nuts. That's like, you know, top tier stuff. He's a he's a, a a legend basically in in martial arts or in Aikido. Um, if you didn't know, Steven Seagal is also a musician. No, I did not know that. Right, I'm going to get into a few things. <laughs> One of his albums is called Albums. Mo- albums. He has two. He has one that's like it, I know the names. One is called Songs from the Crystal Cave. God okay. Damn it. But his second one is called Mojo Priest, oh which I like. And I'm going to. What genre is he? He is a um like uh, uh it's a bit country, but it's a bit like almost like you know the music you hear in like Louisiana. What kind of music is that? It's not country, but it's like a very distinct style. Jazzy, like, ja- yeah. like jazz, but not like, like ugh, I don't know what you'd call it. Anyway, he plays the guitar. Um, the, these are some of his songs. Okay. 
The first one is called Alligator Ass. <laughs> no, it's not. So, oh, it is. The second one I found is called Hoochie Coochie Man. Oh, dear. Third one is Talk to My Ass. And then the fourth one is my favorite. Me Want the Punani. Come on! No. I kid you not. These are joke I albums, know, right? No, no, no. Legit. Legit songs. Legit albums. And I want to hear song. one of the... Can we play one of his songs? We are. I am going to put it in the podcast. Okay. Which is kind of weird that I'm saying this because... You're no, already going to hear it. Out, yeah. Kind of. yeah, you've probably already heard it. But I think I'm going to put Me Want the Punani. A little <laughs> section of it That's in the podcast. Excellent. Yes. Yeah. I don't know it's just I him whispering, me want the punani. It's, yeah. Wait, you listen to it? Oh, yeah, I've heard it. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, it's a treat. <laughs> do, you know, do you know the, um, I don't know if she's, I think she's a ragger star. Not reggae, but ragger. Um, you heard of Lady Saw? No. Oh, she's on the track anyway. But uh, yeah, apparently um, Steven Seagal, he wants the Punani. Mm -hmm. Alright, so we're going to jump into the film itself. Um, Directed by Dwight Little, uh, who famously directed Rapid Fire, the Brandon Lee film. He also directed Halloween 4, which I just watched um, in October. That film is fucking awful. Awful. Um, And we'll hold back our opinions on this film for now. Well, let's let's go in with a bit of the the box office. So I've got some box office facts for you. Okay. So, <clears throat> in 1990, the highest grossing film was Ghost. Gotcha. <laughs> Ghost made 505 million dollars. Holy crap! Wow. Yeah. The one after that was Home Alone, which of made course. 474 million dollars. Of course, classic. Mark for Death's budget was 12 million dollars. How much did it make worldwide, you think? Worldwide. Yeah. I'm going to say hmm. 85 million. All right. The way you're structuring it makes it I sound know. like it made nothing, but I feel like it would make a lot. All right. Any guess? 300. 300 mil? Why not? <laughs> That's fucking crazy. <laughs> it made 58 million oh, on, a, okay. on a 12 million budget. It was the 23rd highest grossing film of 1990. And this is going to blow your hair back. March for Death made more money than Goodfellas. What? Not only did it make more uh, money than Goodfellas, it made more money than Predator 2 and Tremors. What the hell? Tremors only made 16 million. What? More money than Goodfellas. I thought Goodfellas when it came out was like... Everyone raved about it. And, yeah. And, uh, yeah, crazy. Made, made Joe more Pesci money. and Robert De Niro. Yeah, what exactly. Something's yeah. going on there. <laughs> Maybe it wasn't advertised or something. And also, even though this is getting into the film a little early, did 1990 have something against Jamaicans? Because Predator 2 oh. has Jamaican gangs in it. And Predator 2 was the weird, like, L.A. Like... Yeah, Danny Glover. Right. I didn't care for... With King Willie, the Jamaican. I didn't care for that. Well, that's that's an objectively wrong opinion. It's a great <laughs> film. It's Predator 2. I didn't like what was happening in the city. Like, it was supposed to be set in the future, right? Yeah, it's like... It was weird. I didn't like... I didn't like... I didn't like it. 
right. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's fine. Now that we're talking about That's Predator fine. 2. Uh, a few more facts. <laughs> this, this one actually uh, makes me laugh a little bit. The National Coalition... Oh, fucking hell. I fucked that up. Coalition. The, the National Coalition on TV Violence voted Marked for Death one of the most violent films of 1990. Okay, I can see Agree that. Agree with that? It's pretty bone, violent. All the bone breaking, yeah. It's pretty violent. Yeah. When people get shot, they get yeah. shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they do. And then my last uh, little fact, uh, I'm going to say, how do you feel about this particular statement? Steven Seagal thinks this film features some of his best fight scenes. <laughs> well, I've never seen... This is the only film I've seen right. of his, but I'm, I wasn't impressed by them but at all. If you think about this, you've seen this film and you don't like the fight scenes. He says that all his other films are worse than this one. Yikes. Yes. Damn, so. we should have watched this. <laughs> Yikes. Oh, and lastly, I forgot. Seamus Seagal has an all-natural energy drink. It's called Lightning Bolt. Mm. Nice. So, yeah, you can buy it on eBay if you're interested. <laughs> um, so let's jump into the film and let's discuss actually kind of what we thought of the film. With the opinions that have rattled around so far, I'm assuming you two didn't enjoy the film. So let's start, Cyrus. Let's start with you. How this do you is, feel? This is the best, worst movie I've ever seen. Really? It's equally good yeah. and absolutely trash. Okay. Okay. I was watching it with, like, in awe because some parts were just, I'm like, no, man. How could you do this to me? Uh... I know this is kind of cutting forward, but oh, that's cool. when he chops that dude's head off at the end, yeah. he taps him and his head just goes, yoink! <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even pick up on that. He, he cuts his nutsack, and then he taps him on the head with yeah. the sword, and then his head flops off. Yeah. Pops off of there. Cool. Uh, cool. The fighting was ridiculous. A lot of pushing. Yeah. And touching. That's a, that's a... Yes. They're in a small space. And oh, he grabs the head, two sorry, people. No, 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 no. Go he ahead. grabs two people and then he just like runs in other people and pushes them and they get back up and he pushes them again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was a there was a lot of that. Going no on. punching or kicking, really. A couple kicks. Few kicks. Mm-hmm. Few kicks. Um, who's that? Who's that UFC fight? Is it Machida? Lyoto Machida. Yeah, the karate man. Uh, apparently, he um, he gives credit to Steven Seagal for teaching him his front kick. Oh, um, Anderson Silva and Steven Seagal had a weird thing. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, he's apparently trained UFC fighters in just how to do a front kick. So, but people say he's a legit, he's like being a bodyguard and stuff. Like I said, Steven Seagal has an intricate past. He was like a police officer for a while? He's, he was married to Kelly LeBrock. Oh, yeah. sure. He's got seven kids. Yo, that's uh, weird science? Yeah. Yep. Holy crap. Yeah, he was married to her. He cheated on his first wife with her. Well, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> apparently he's been accused, and this is going a bit dark, but he's accused, he, uh, been accused of like sexual misconduct since like 1996 to 2012. Jesus. But he's apparently gotten off, or gotten off, well, he did get off, but you know what I mean. Anyway, so, Devin, how did you, or what did you feel about the film? What did it evoke in you? I was just like, this is blah. Like, I found myself, like, yeah, like, all the pushing through... I mean, there was like maybe 30 minutes left of this movie and I was just like, and I know I wrote in my notes, I was like, where's the martial arts? Where is... All right, I'm going to cut in here a little bit and just really? say this film, no, okay. is not a martial arts No. Film. And I was saddened to find that because yeah. I thought we were going to see a lot more. Yeah, and, I was just yeah. like, this is disappointing. I was like, if this is what his fighting is, and I was just like, he's, he's lame. And then especially, I also found myself, especially since over... Um, the end of the summer, we were watching a lot of Van Damme movies. So, and he was putting out movies around the 
around the same time period. So I felt myself comparing the two, and I was just like, this dude sucks. You're a, you're a Van... I'm a Van Damme fan. You're a like, Van Dane. I'm a Van Dane. A girl who likes Van yeah. Damme. I was See just that? like comparing... Can we just give that a second? <laughs> give it a second. A Van, Van Dane. Dame. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Sorry, carry on. So yeah, I felt myself comparing the two, and I was just like, no. He doesn't... He's... You're all he lacks. Van he lacks charisma to me. He athleticism. Yeah, he was just like very blah and just like he came off as as obnoxious and arrogant and yeah. I just no. I was just this. I thought altogether this movie was. But and then yeah, some of the shit that was going down, I was. We'll <laughs> get into that. In yeah, a second. but I was just like, I, I, no, I wouldn't watch this again. All right, you wouldn't watch it again. No, my okay. question is. Would either of you watch another Seagal film? Yeah, probably. But only to know. make fun of it, right? Of course. Okay. Would you watch it for legitimate entertainment? I don't... For me, I don't know. Well, okay. it's a kind of weird, perverse entertainment I get from it. Right. Right. I'm watching it at, at expecting zero, mm-hmm. so I can only be surprised. Yeah. Or, okay. please, or pleased. And then especially if he's saying that this is his best fighting film, then <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> but... But keep in mind, no. this is one of the films that he choreographed. I'm not sure whether he choreographed many of this. So he might just be saying, yeah, I got your own things the shit. All he does is, like, push people and then break... And then people grab him and then, and then pushes them. Yeah, and just break body parts. Well... That was it. There's, there like, five it. punches in the movie. Yeah. I'd I'm... say the most fighting or was maybe at, at the end. But up until that, it was shove, break your arm. Shove, break your neck. That was it. Yeah. Uh, regarding my opinion on the film, <laughs> yes, halfway sir. through the film, I wrote in my notes in big capital letters... Why do I love this film? I thought what? it was fucking awesome. Yeah? yeah. What? I love this film. I thought it was <laughs> great. I thought it was really fucking good. Not like... No, I did. I thought it was a great film. Uh, now, no. am I going to go forward and take the piss out of this film and tear it to shreds? Yes. Is it ridiculous? Yes. Did I enjoy the shit out of it for a 1990s action film? Oh, 100%. A hundred percent. It's not quite lethal weapon like level, but it's absolutely not. Lethal no, no, weapon. but it's, it's nowhere near it's lethal o- weapon. No, no, it's only a little bit below it. I no. actually really enjoyed this film. You're right, and I don't think <laughs> you're wrong. You're and... wrong. <laughs> Thank you, sir. All right, I'm gonna say one thing more that's gonna upset you. Oh both. shit! I liked the fight scenes. Jesus what? Christ! I liked the fight scenes. Get out! In fact, I loved how he displayed Aikido. 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 And I thought it looked, sometimes it looked a bit stupid. I thought like when he was tossing people and smashing their heads through glass. I thought it was a lot of glass smash. That's good. That's fine. Whatever. But the majority of it is nothing. The majority of it is blah. I thought it felt scrappy and realistic. I thought I thought it was very like it wasn't stylized at all. He was literally having to take two people on and scrap and kind of move them out of the way in order I'll to give fight you that. the other. It wasn't a lot Fine. of cuts. Yeah, yeah. I I thought it looked legit. I really did. I really, I actually... It looked boring. That one scene where he's tossing everybody on the ground, they get up, he tosses them on the ground again. He just wants to show off his Aikido. Yeah, of course. Of course. That's not a fight. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed this film. I really did. And do you know what? It makes me want to go forward and watch more Seagal. I would definitely watch more. Only his 1990s. Like, I know that later on he gets super shit after kind of Undersea. Oh, no, after maybe On Deadly Ground, uh, things go bad. Um, I don't know. I found out. I forgot. On Deadly Ground, Michael Caine is the bad guy. I feel like we should have watched that one. Whoa. (laughs) Jesus. 
Your name is Stephen Seagal. You are a Native American. I mean, that was a terrible uh, voice. Um, so let's jump into the film and discuss a few elements. If you don't mind, I'm going to kick off. Because literally within the first minute and 30 seconds, I checked... We've got Danny Trejo, yep. a character called Screwface, and a throat chop. Yep. The Min- throat chop. Yep. First minute 30. Dope. I was on board. I was like, yes, <laughs> yes. Give me a yes. I might I might have to beat you on this one. Oh, you got 46 seconds in. Yeah. He's chasing this guy. And this guy who's not in his way at all, he shoves the shit out of him. <laughs> right! <laughs> oh, I didn't know. I saw that too. <laughs> I saw that too. Lots of shoving. Innocent dude shoved the shit out of him. Um... Yeah, so it starts off, we're in Mexico, right? Starts yes. off in Mexico. Um, I like that his friend's just called Chico. I know, right? <laughs> yeah, we're very, very Mexican. Um, lots of, not lots, but a fair share of gratuitous titties. A lot of titties. Oh, yeah. A lot of titties. Oh, yeah. I've got opinions about the first set of titties. <laughs> Actually, not even the when titties. she got shot in her They didn't, but we're going to get to that. Okay. Uh, well, we'll talk about that now. Okay. The first stripper we see isn't yeah. the one that gets shot. She's dancing. Yeah. It reminds me, in 1990, you didn't need to have any kind of ass. Her Thank ass, you! Her ass is flat. like the front of a microwave. I've it's noticed just that. flat. I've noticed that. In 90s, I think there was like, wasn't there like a Van Damme, or there was something that we watched. Are you talking about Van Damme's ass? He gets out. He gets out. He has, he has plenty of ass. But yeah. it was some 90s action film that we were watching, and they had a stripper's, and I remember it, but I didn't want to be, I didn't want to. Uh, uh, body shame. Yeah, I didn't want to body shame, but I was just like, these ladies have no ass. They have, they have no butts. They, butts became a thing in the 90s. Yes. Right? Or like, yeah, like I think later on, 2000. Yeah, I think so. She had nothing. It was flat. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I have a fatter ass than this, but I have mm-hmm. cake, so you know. <laughs> um, yeah. So he chases some guys, and he's uh, he does a drug deal yeah. uh, gone wrong. By the Why way, does he keep slapping people? He keeps slapping people in the face. He's, he's, he's a jackass. He's very <laughs> he's very physical. My fucking notes. <laughs> you want to hear this, these notes, yes. Playboy? Yes, please. He slaps everyone. Yes. Right? Why yes. does he keep manhandling people? He slaps like, people? children yeah. and like right. his friends. He's right. very physically, um, yeah, kind of. I didn't uh, like it. <laughs> I don't know. It's, I think it's just a friendly. These thing are like this. yeah, children. This was his partner that he went in and like they were just like shot at, and he's just slapping this dude in the. What? In the beginning, I don't think he... I don't know if he has it throughout the whole film. Is he wearing an earring throughout? No, it's just in Mexico. What it's was a part that? of his cover. What was oh, that? Oh, I couldn't tell. It looked like a teardrop. I or couldn't tell what it was. Like a serpent. Oh, yeah, kind. I wanted to know too. I was really hoping oh. that that wouldn't. Cont- I was happy that when he got back to the states, he, he was taken not it wearing. Out. Yeah. <laughs> so that earring was a part Although, of the cover. Let's just make a note, which we'll address in a second again. Some of his fashion choices. Yo, buddy. Yeah. A sweet, sexy dragon, baby. <laughs> right. Let's talk about that now. We're going to be all over the place. Yeah. Yes, we are. Right. Do you remember when the film Drive came out and everyone went fucking crazy mm-hmm. for Ryan Gosling's and that, scorpion yeah. jacket? Yeah. I would give my left testicle to have Seagal's dragon with the tiger, with the tiger on, on the, the back. back. Velvet I'm not oh. sure what the material it was, was. Suede, maybe? Oh, the oh. fashion in this film. Trench coats. A lot of trench coats, yeah. too. I think. Silk scarf yeah. while wearing the jacket. Yeah. Can hey. I just, just because since we're talking about fashion, when yeah. we get introduced to Screwface, do you remember his, his outfit? When we first introduced? Um, no. Yeah. So Screwface is the main bad guy, right? The yeah. Jamaican guy. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you, you, know, you had to have noticed it. We were both, I paused it at the, <laughs> I paused it and... 
we both made notes. Oh, so I, I thought forgotten. we were noting. I thought we were noting the same thing. It was this leather, like bomber style leather jacket, and he was wearing black cycling shorts. Yeah, sorry, black, I butted yeah, in. black like cycling like shorts. They were like and, skin and tight. They were skin tight, and these black. But you didn't notice that? Oh, oh man! <laughs> as soon as he came onto screen, I paused it, and I was like, yeah. Oh he had my little God. pencil legs going yes, on, and he had he, skin tight, skin tight shorts and on. this and this black, and I and he was he was very he was glistening, so he had to have been sweating. Yeah. and he was in this heavy. It looked very thick, like leather, like <laughs> leather jacket, and I was like, he must be cooking in that jacket. But he's yeah, skin tight, like biking shorts and like some black boots, and I was just like, holy God, yeah, off the charts fashion. Uh, just to bounce back, um. Seagal does, at the beginning, shoot the shit out of a stripper. Yes. He shoots her, like, <clears throat> ten times. Yes. And why has she got her boobs out and she got a gun? What I is she was, doing? Yeah, I was wondering what that was, too. Yeah. And I thought his friend, Chico, yeah. gets shot. Yeah. I counted. Three times. In the chest. Square in the chest. Yeah. And he's alive. That was my thing. Yeah. I was like, how did she get shot in the chest? And she's dead. And then they he got... Yeah. Oh, wait. And there, I was like, are they just dragging his body out of there? But then they said later that he died. He died. Oh, did he? Yeah. yeah. He so, was alive for long enough. So I was just like, so did he die, like, you know, right there? And, and then they just dragged out. his dead body out. Well, oh, no. I think he was alive for a while. Because, yeah, when they came out, it made it seem like he was alive, but then he, what, died later? Right, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. There, there's a lot of random scenes in this. Not a lot, a few. I would agree. The next one, I noticed. Oh, the noticed, confessional? The confessional. Weird. Didn't he like it. He made me laugh so hard. Yeah, did. Because he it says, weird. I've killed a woman. Yeah. Then he says, I've lied. And it's like, no, let's go back. Lying doesn't mean shit. Yeah, I've well, lied. I've done drugs. Woman. I've, like, slept with. Says, I've slept with informants. Yeah. And then, yeah, I don't. I didn't really get that scene. It was scene. weird. It seemed very... Was it just trying to imply that he was just a religious man? I think it was... Character? I think it was, you know, because he was trying to retire. You know, this life that he's led, it's gotten to him. He doesn't, you know, it's weighing heavily on him. So he was going to confession to, I guess, to to, to unload the, yeah. the burden of what his of what this career has done He is done the worst him. retiree of all time. <laughs> worst. Yeah. Yeah, the, the priest or whatever, his... Oh, yeah, and the priest was... Yeah. Whatever he was supposed to do was basically tell Steven Seagal, it's cool if you retire, man, just hang out with your family. Yeah. So he's like, okay, I'll do that. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> then we jump to him going to his sister's house, and I have a big question. Who the fuck is the older woman? That's the mom. That That's was my assumption. Mom? That was my yeah. assumption. That was his mom. Really? They didn't, yeah. really they didn't really identify her. She is not seen again in this film. She comes up a couple she's times, in like, hospital. in the hospital. with Yeah, she's in the hospital when the, the niece gets shot. And this little girl, man. I know, we're going all over the place. Yeah. She's in the movie for 20 seconds. Yeah. And I was like, yo, we could make this a little more, like, emotionally taxing on the uh, viewer. Add, that actress is Danielle Harris, who is yeah. also in Halloween 4, for this director, <laughs> directed. Oh, um, sorry. No, Can no. I bring up, uh, so when he's back in his, so that's, like, his childhood home, right? Because that bedroom he goes yeah, into, yeah. that's his childhood home, his like, childhood we bedroom, right? That. That's so, yes. we'll talk about so, that. so he goes in, you know, mm -hmm. looking around, fine, sits at the desk, yep. looks over. Why does he have a collection of guns hanging out on his wall? 
I was like, if this is his childhood home, what type of parents are these that they're letting him have this collection of guns? Good or point. is this just like, or is he always like out of town or is that he doesn't actually have a home? So he just has always lived here. That's the point. But, we don't ever see his house, do we? No. Yeah. So that, so then, I, so then that's why I started to wonder. I was like, okay, are these things that he's collected as adults? And because he doesn't actually have like his own place. No, no. He his, has his, uh, his childhood home has turned into his, his adult living space. Steven Seagal has his own place. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Definitely. Then why are there guns there? Why is there a collection of guns there? I thought the most disturbing thing was he has a wall of guns and then he just had a random pair of pliers as though they were like a torture implement. Because they didn't look like pliers. I thought he brought those out when he was putting together that No, no. What the ones. hell was that weird thing? What was that? Was you that some what? sort of tiny I, gun? I wrote down and I thought I'd called it. I was like, this is 1990s foreshadowing. He's going to use this tiny little gun later on. He's going to be in a pickle. So it's a gun. Yeah, it's a I gun. thought it was I a tiny. No yeah, it it looks weird, but I assumed it was some like sort of weird tiny gun. Bicycle. And then bell. I was like, why is he? <laughs> that's yeah. And then I was like, why is he playing with it? And that's what I thought too that that was going to come back. But no, I thought so. I was like, he's going to be in a pickle. He's going to yeah. be in a situation. Because he, they he's show him like whatever that, it is. That's a like completely tuning it or, Yeah, they yeah. showed him like tuning it or whatever the hell it was he was doing with tuning it. I don't know. <laughs> tuning his gun. I like that. I like that. But yeah, it never comes back. I was just like, what's the point? Never. That. Yeah. that scene had did nothing. Nothing. It no. was pointless. He tunes his gun like people from Ohio do. Yeah. <laughs> well oh, and uh, the football jersey. And oh yeah. The, uh, bow and arrow randomly. Oh, I didn't there see that. There was a bow and arrow. Yeah. Was a bow oh, and I didn't arrow. see that. Next I saw day. the football jersey. I didn't see that. No, that was right by the oh, door. Oh, that, that ties in because his friends. Sure, are, sure, sure. Yeah. Coach. So that didn't surprise. I did not see a bow and arrow. <laughs> oh man. I don't. Know, I'm pissed off he didn't use one. <laughs> Me too. Speaking of weapons. I've got something serious to talk about towards the end. Mm. But, again, jumping ahead. Okay. Um, just random kids smoking crack outside of high school. Yeah. Right! Just in plain daylight. <laughs> in daylight. In front of he goes everyone. up to those Jamaicans, he's smoking a little bit of weed. Right. Yes. And he's, like, looking at his fo- the football coach. I'm like, yeah. bro, you would never yeah. do that. Yeah. 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 And the Jamaicans are like, you would, you would never try crack. It's for the strong, tough people. And right. this girl's like, fuck And she had, like, she had an enormous blunt in her hand. Oh, yes. Did you see that? Yes. It was enormous. Yeah. It was like the size of a tree trunk. <laughs> that's, how they, that's how they do it. Um, also, how does anyone watch this film without subtitles? Yeah. yeah. Thanks, man. Yeah. Oh, I felt it's, bad yeah. about that, but I had to do it. Yeah, when that scene with the screw <laughs> face and the Colombian guy, Columbia couldn't understand guy? a word he was saying. Holy had to turn shit. On, yeah, had to turn on subtitles. It's like he was speaking Colombian. <laughs> <laughs> It's not, it was like Amazing he was mumbling. And... It's like he was trying to not be understood. He was doing Scarface and he was doing Scarface badly yeah. and yeah. it was it was all wrong. He was in Scarface. Was he? Yeah. He's also in the Damon Wayans classic Low Down Dirty Shame. Is he, he? he's the mm-hmm. he's the chainsaw guy in Scarface. Really? Yeah. The guy who does the chainsawing. Mm-hmm. Oh, I did not know that. He gets his head put through a jukebox in Low Down Dirty Shame, mm-hmm. which surprisingly, Sagal did not do that to someone. And I thought he was going to put someone through a jukebox. Oh, put yeah, they were in that bar. Put him through, yeah. through absolutely everything else. If there's a surface, he's going to put you through it. Tables, glass. Yeah. Um, yeah, just, we, me and Davin were watching it together, and, like, we just had to. T- I actually said, what did he just say? Because, I don't know if I'm allowed to say this, but I'm going to say because it's in the film. He calls the Jamaicans ragheads? Yeah. Doesn't sound right. Doesn't sound good. Well, yeah. firstly, it's a racial slur. We know it's a racial slur, yes. but not for Jamaicans. No. I 
wasn't sure about that, but because I had you rewind it, I was like, can you turn closed captioning on? Yeah. And yeah, he called them that. And, yeah. Yeah. And I'm sorry if that's offensive. I do not know. I honestly don't know anything about Jamaican culture. Um, this film did make me want to listen to more reggae. Yeah. I really, the reggae I, I was like, fun. I enjoyed some reggae. Yeah. Um, and then, like, when the voodoo stuff started happening. <laughs> well, no. Even before the voodoo, does the Colombian guy just go and see a witch? Thank you. I was just like, yeah. I was very confused. But so that, I was like, yeah, I wrote that too. I was like, so the Colombian drug lord is getting a voodoo reading, a voodoo psychic reading from this lady? I don't think it was what, voodoo. What it was, was like, she then? She was a witch. She Okay, guess, so just yeah, a witch. Sure. Also, that poor woman. The reason With I her, say that... Her boobs out, too. They just make her get her tits out for, yeah. like, four seconds. Yeah. It's completely unnecessary. Is she bathing yeah. in milk? I don't know what it's it is. It's very Some milky. sort of witchy bath. It's so unnecessary. It is. But they make her get her tits out for, like, literally four seconds, and yeah. then jumps to another scene. Yeah. I was like, God, that's just unnecessary. Yeah. It's very sad. What's crazy is she does her thing, sacrifices the chicken. To do what? And now? then uh, Screwface is like, oh shit, I can feel something happening to me. Right. right. I thought that was going to tie in. and it was Did she be... curse him? I think so. I don't know, but then, you know, but... She did some well, mystical well, yeah, I don't, but Yeah, I didn't understand what she was trying to do. And then, or what he hired the witch to do, or what he came to... Yeah, what he... I don't, I don't know. And then later, Screwface is just like, oh, I know exactly where she is, I'm going to kill her. Yeah. Right. I was like, huh? Yeah. Right. How? <laughs> yeah, right. I, I didn't... Yeah, he's got some weird foresight going on. And, Maybe voodoo. I and then, know. oh, but this this will jump to the end, and and this go is on. a spoiler. No, no, go ahead. So, spoiler. I mean, <laughs> you cannot spoil this film. So, he's already said someone okay. gets a red drop. So, so like the 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 big reveal is that there are twins, which Stupid which I, shit, I right. Sorry, did you see that coming though? No, I did. Neither did I. No, I, how would I? I Devin did. Oh, I did. When I the, had an idea when, when the girl he went said, to the girl. Two yeah. heads, four eyes. That's when it popped into. Yeah. Like, so I yeah, was like, went. so here. We, was sorry, my we thing. need to explain that yes. for people who haven't seen the film. There's a, 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 the main villain is a guy called Screwface, and uh, basically Seagal goes to Jamaica and kills him and kills him. But it goes ends back up to being, Chicago. Yeah, and, he, and Screwface is back. Right. Uh, but it's his twin brother that right. Seagal killed. So oh. like, so his whole like mythology, Screwface. You know, he's saying you know how he can be everywhere, that he's in all places, that he's all around. Which also made me kind of think twin when he was saying that. But I thought so. I thought is the voodoo. voodoo or the magic or whatever supposed to be real, or is that just kind of to? To buy to leading into his like big like mythology because yeah. my thing was if it's supposed yeah. to lead into his persona, then what was the witch doing? No, <laughs> then I, what was I felt? Is it real or is it just a play to, to to boost him? Up? I felt like this film yeah. was three hours and they trimmed it down to an hour and a half and cut out like all this voodoo and witch shit. There may have been like an orc battle in the middle of this film for all I know. <laughs> elves were <laughs> yeah, elves were involved. Yeah, because it felt like there were certain things I was just like, I don't that never came comes back. Right. And I have another one later on which actually really means Because clearly giggle. he's like trying to put out this persona. Yeah. And the voodoo or whatever the fuck it is, black magic that he's doing is a part of it, but yet there's the witch who tries to cast a spell on him. Yeah. <laughs> I don't do? Right. I don't know. Yes, that was I don't know. unnecessary. So, yeah. right? oh, so that's I, what I didn't get. Is uh, this supposed to be real, or is this all, you know, just to scare people? It's like they make it real, and then they go, 
eh, we yeah. don't like that. Let's just, right. let's just leave yeah. that. He's yeah. not really everywhere. He's not really right. projecting himself <laughs> as a twin. I think he kills the witch. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Stops in the chest. <clears throat> yeah. Um, by the way, when Steven Seagal does go to Jamaica, um, just a little tidbit, Steven Seagal refused to go anywhere outside the US for this film. Really? So that's why you never see him outside in Jamaica. Oh. You know the building that he attacks? It's in the US. It's not well, in Jamaica yeah, at I all. Figured. Yeah. And the club that he's in? Yeah, it's in like Chicago or somewhere. <laughs> Ohio, maybe. Why did he refuse? Because he's Steven Seagal. Oh. Yeah. I don't know why. There was no... I just, I just read it that he just wouldn't go anywhere else. I don't know. Maybe, maybe his ponytail gets damaged in the dry weather. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. One thing about Steven Seagal, and I'm going to go a little bit against what you said earlier, fine actor. I mean, he's fine. Fine actor. He's he fine. puts on this character, which is, yeah, sure, he's this curmudgeon, grizzled, kind of, I'm going to kill everyone character. Good acting, though. He was better than I thought, but yeah. I'm not going to say he's a good actor. He's, I can't do that. Okay. He's fine. He's better, yes, he's better than I thought. Because everyone, like, he's known for being this shitty um, action hero. Firstly, he's not a shitty actor. Secondly, his fight scenes are dope. <laughs> Son of a... No. no. Well... Yeah. Anyway. So um. Cool. So then he's at the he's at that pool hall bar place with the football coach, yeah. right? And then like the Jamaicans and the Colombians come and they have that shootout and he stops that one Jamaican and then the FBI comes, right? Because mm-hmm. we were both wondering about this, and it didn't get explained until later. But like when the FBI comes and then there's the Jamaican with the FBI and I was just like. We were both like, what's this dude's role? Yeah. Because that doesn't he? get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So Jamaican, so FBI Jamaica, we were both like, what's his... Yeah, what's... He was wearing like street clothes. Right. Can, can I just what's say, he doing? Jamaicans can be FBI agents. <clears throat> we're not saying that. Of course. But... His role was... isn't explained. He just like, it's just like he's just there. Like at the climax of the movie, he's like, oh yeah, I'm following this guy from Jamaica. Or, right. Oh, that he's well, a Jamaican police officer. And I'm like, that would have been nice to know earlier. So the woman that turns up, who's the... Oh, the professor or whatever. The professor. Her, yeah. Why does she turn up and look at the markings on the wall to start with? There's these. Uh... It seems like she's with the FBI. Like maybe yes, she's like a I consultant. thought she was a reporter. That's what I thought too. Yeah. But it seemed like she's like maybe some sort of consultant. I'm because... so I'm so I sorry for anyone who hasn't seen this film because we are all over the place. We are. But basically, there's a the the, the Jamaican uh, gang. Sorry, posses. Poss- that's right. Jamaican gangs in this film are called posses. They write like voodoo. It's like of... some sort of symbol, and they yeah. left it on this crime scene where and they like shot a bunch of people, and she just pops st- up, just and she's like, up. "Oh, this is what this is." Yeah. But I thought she was with the FBI. I would agree with that. Yeah. I think the FBI is like, "Yeah, Maybe, we need your expertise." Yeah. Yeah. And but also, she's like some sort of consultant. Her and Seagal. I'm sorry, but no. They do not bang, and I was very upset. I'm sorry, but no. I, I did wanted, not. I did not want that. I wanted some sweet cigar love in this film. That was see. I was gutted. My issue with her and him is that you know, it's literally they interact for one scene where he goes to same her, thing. where he goes to her for advice, and then he finds out, then he leaves. And then next thing you know, they're together again, and she's like, I've never met anyone like you before. And I'm like, you've only spoken to this man for five minutes. What are you talking yeah. about? He oozes. He oozes <laughs> he does sexual not ooze. charisma. He does not ooze anything. Oh, he does. He Do you know what? oozes You know what all the kids are talking creepiness. about on the internet at the moment? You know BDE, big dick energy. Do we know about that? No. Oh. I'm not going to explain it. All you listeners out what? there, you all know about big dick energy. What are you talking Steven about? Steven Seagal. Has big dick energy. Basically, charisma. When, when you have a big dog no, as a man, you exude this like confident energy. So, gals got it in droves. 
I didn't get that from him at all. Oh, you don't think so? No. You don't think that Steven Seagal is packing a hog in those pants? Even if he is, gross. No, but he is. I'm just saying. Well, no. I mean, he's, he's <laughs> no. kind of not. I guess he's not. Another thing, he looked, he looked fairly, like, he looked older than I thought he would be in this film. I don't know. I don't know how old <clears throat> he was. I think he's like. 97 but anyway yeah i didn't i don't think that he's necessarily an attractive man oh i think he he definitely oozes like this masculinity thing and i I think it maybe but i don't think it's in a positive way oh okay that's interesting that's an interesting take on it that it's not a positive way it's a silly kind of goofy way or no not in a silly goofy way but in an obnoxious way yeah, okay, okay. I can see that. I also wouldn't mind uh, seeing his face change expressions. Once. Yes. He's very... Yes. He's very, can he... Is the word stoic? Raise his eyebrows? Right <laughs> yeah. What, what if you surprise him? Does, he, does his eyebrows go up? I, or if I, you, like, shock him with... I, I don't think you can surprise Steven Seagal. I think it's impossible. He's always aware of what's happening. Does he sleep it, like that, too? He does briefly smile when he meets the kid... Um, and she oh, says, yeah, I'm the allergic niece. to cats. And he's like, yeah, the niece. <laughs> yeah, but he's still frowning, probably. Yeah, it was a kind of a semi-smile, I guess. Um, let's see, what else have I... <laughs> one, thing, one thing I know is, I don't know why I'm laughing at this, but I, I, I thought it was funny. Um, I may be jumping ahead a bit, but when they go to the Jamaican club, mm-hmm. there's one guy on that dance floor who is getting the fuck down he's flapping his arms like wings and he's just going at it no one around i like that jamaica everyone was having a good time they were. And the music was great although they play the same song like four times uh mm-hmm. after that the song in this film that they play over and over again yeah it, it has talks about Screwface dying yeah. yeah it does it's like Screwface, you're gonna die mom yeah. Oh shit. I didn't <laughs> oh, you didn't that. listen that's to the lyrics. That's my very, very good Jamaican accent, by the way. Yeah, that's what it that. talks about too. You didn't hear. It. You yeah. Didn't hear. No, oh, I, I was paying that. attention to those lyrics. Yeah. It, it, it singing all about him dying. Yeah. And they play that song like four times. Yeah. Isn't it funny how Steven Seagal walks into this club, and the hottest woman in the room, dances over, stares to him right? down, and stances over. I was to just him. like, no. Come on. Like I'm saying. No. He's got that energy. <laughs> I'm sorry, but women no. love him. No. Hello, cool cigar. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I got flapping. I just got flapping his wings in big uh, capital letters. But that was at, was that after his house? So, like, so yes, Steven Seagal. So, Steven Seagal, he stopped some Jamaicans. <laughs> We're going to talk about the drive. Yeah. So, he stopped some Jamaicans from. Uh, uh, Killing some some more people. Yeah. So then they're like, we're coming after you, Steven Seagal. So they do a drive-by and shoot the shit out of his house where he's staying with his sister and with his niece. The Go niece on, gets it. The niece gets shot and is put in the hospital. In the head. Right? Like, yeah. Yeah. And in the hospital. And then next thing you know, they're back at this house. That was my point. I yeah. was just like... What are you doing? You know that the Jamaicans are after you and that they intend... To kill you and your family. Your niece is in the hospital shot in the head. Woman, your daughter <laughs> was shot in the head. Why are you back in this house? It's all fucking boarded up because the windows are yep. shot to shit. I'm like, why are you in this house? Yep. My first thing would be witness protection in a hotel somewhere, not this house where we were just shot at. And that infuriated me. I will say. I couldn't tell. 
I will say though, to lean like kind of, I, I'm gonna stick up for this film a little bit. Don't they do the same in Lethal Weapon? Doesn't someone like drive a fucking car through Danny Glover's sorry Murtar's window and his family's house? But then they but they kill those dudes there. and so but they kill those dudes. Oh, and so by, he gets to be back in his house. The drive-by, like so, if you look at the front of a house to drive past the front of a house, if you're going thirty miles per hour, probably takes three seconds. This drive-by is eight minutes long. Yeah, and they shoot. The shit yeah. out of that house. Yeah, it, it should explode. They shoot it so many times. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. The drive-by bit made me laugh when they moved back in the house. I was just like, "Well, you got a death wish. Good yep. for you. Yep. Good for you." Yep. Um, He's not scared. I got a little note that says 35 minutes in, and I checked. Mm-hmm. Steven Seagal has not worn a color other than black. He wore, he wears black pants, black boots, and a black jacket. He only switches it up a little later when he goes for the uh, sky blue shirt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But he, he likes... He likes dark colors, yeah. He likes dark colors. This is random, but anybody pay attention to his awesome running? No. I did. He runs like a, like a schoolgirl. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. His left... His, one of his arms just goes like this. It dangles out? Yeah. Like it's uncontrollable? Uncontrol- uh, uh, yeah. yeah. So really, if, you, if we ever watch another one or... I'm going to check his running. Yeah. He looks like a man that shouldn't be running. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's know, never ran. In his yeah, life. he's got that air of like, no, I don't run. Yeah, like I have. I don't even I'm think fat. he walks fast. No, <laughs> no, he has a very much like a Jason Voorhees thing where he's, he's going to catch up to you no matter how. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just going to walk, but somehow he's going to be right behind. Some you. guy's getting into a spaceship and he's just walking towards. <laughs> yeah. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, uh, but yeah, that was a no. I also. Someone calls someone else a puke at some point. We need Seagal to bring calls that back. him a puke. What? We need, oh, he calls him a puke? We oh, need to bring that, that back. We don't call people pukes anymore. It's kind of a great insult. I don't know. You're a puke. <laughs> uh, gratuitous titties. Yeah. I got another Lots one of bone breaking, arms breaking, necks breaking. There was a lot of... Um, <laughs> I love the fact we watched it with subtitles and like loads of subtitles just said bones cracking because yep. it was closed caption. Yep. Again, I liked it. And by the way, when he broke some arms, it looked grim. Oh, yeah. It looked horrible. Yeah, it did. I liked it. I thought it was cool. I thought it was not, like, fresh. It's not like I haven't seen it before, but I liked it. As a whole, I thought the fight scenes were underwhelming. I was was laughing. (laughs) Oh, I was not. When I saw the breaking, I I think I laughed a little bit. I mean, the arms look a bit fake when he's doing it. But But yeah, altogether, they were underwhelming. (sighs) I am. All right. All right. Um, and there's I, no kung fu in this movie. No. Well, there's no martial. There's, it's Aikido. I'm sorry, but it was. Can I just make it clear? When I say that we're a kung martial fu podcast, arts. we are a martial arts podcast. <clears throat> we do Van Damme films. Van Damme is not a kung fu. A kung fu. A kung fu practitioner. <laughs> yeah. So I'm just putting that out there. I like the fact. <laughs> By the way, a 90s trope. Do you remember this? And it's in every single film. Whenever anyone falls from a tall building. They always land on a car. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All the time. Yeah. It's only now that we've got, like, CGI when we can, like, film people go and hit the ground and splatter a bit. I mean, it looks cool on the car. It does. Yeah. It looks Crumples great. Crumples and... If you own that car, though, livid. <laughs> Absolutely livid. You walk out and there's a fucking raster on your, on your car. Can I say that? I don't it's know. Right? I don't know. They are rasters. That's their religion. Is Rastafari. it? Rastafari. I think that's fine. Yeah, I don't know. they say it in the film. I don't know if about, I don't know enough about it to comment. If are there any Jamaicans listening, please feel free to correct me because, yeah, again, I don't. I'm not. <clears throat> I'm not in in that culture. Um, 
But yeah, falls on the car. Oh, actually, I don't know if I don't know if, if I'm jumping all over the place. Have you got a more structured note system, either of you? No, I'm well, all over the place. Well, can we too. talk about the guy he goes after, Jimmy Fingers? Oh, Jimmy, Jimmy Fingers. Fingers. Yeah, yeah, and his like bondage hookers. Can we talk about what he's wearing? Oh, those black. Uh, Are they knickers? Those black onesies, or um, not onesies, speedos? the black speedos, or they're not. Or, speedos, um, they're women's knickers. Pantons. Are they? They look. I like just it. thought they Tiny were just black. Yeah, I just thought they were like black versions of tidy whities. Really? They yeah. were. I mean, they were. They were pretty snug and pretty. You know. Yeah, they looked. They looked very. Um, uh, yeah, they looked very lady. Oh, her. did they? But oh, yeah. maybe I'm wrong. Not to get too crass over here. But <laughs> those ladies he was with. Oh yeah, and their Those their Abalons. bondage <laughs> and their big old boobs. Oh, they were rocking huge boobs. Do you know what? I regret saying this on a podcast. I think I was looking more at his pants than I was at the girls. <laughs> I think I was looking straight at his dong rather than looking at the boobs because I was befuddled. I was just like, "What are you wearing? And why? They look um, they look like they were silk. Oh, did they? No, oh, very confused. And Seagal shoots the shit out of him. Yeah, right in his head. Yeah, 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 and then. And then the Jamaican comes running in. What? Where would he? Where did he come from? Is he in the bathroom chilling? That's see. That's what I thought. I was like, was he hiding? But then I was like, if he was there the whole time, then he was there when Jimmy Fingers was was Finger. hanging out with those yeah, with yeah. those ladies. And then I was like, gross. Jimmy. Finger. Or if he just kind of popped up like after the fact and just like coincidentally showed up and oh, he caught this whole thing going down. We'll never know. We'll never know. <laughs> Due to the death of Jimmy right. Fingers, we will never know. Sadly. <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't even, I can't even remember what happens after that. Uh, all I remember is that, um, the Jamaican posse goes after his sister, Seagal's sister. Yeah. And I don't know who the fuck lit all those candles. That was a 30 minute job. At least. Well, yeah, that they were, easy. they were, they came in, they were very quiet, very sneaky, set up shop. And While then they she's went upstairs to, having yeah, a nap. Yeah. And they went to go get her. There were 4,008 candles. Yeah. They yeah. had to set up for their ritual. Again. She shouldn't have been in the house. A lot of boob. Boob <laughs> everywhere in this movie. She didn't get she didn't any have her boobs out. A little bit. Did she? Well, no, I didn't notice. You've got a bigger TV, so maybe you can see things that we can't. I don't know. Or maybe you look more. But I mean, I i didn't rewind it or anything. Like five, five times. <laughs> I didn't use the slow motion button or anything like that. Um, there's a bit where the Jamaican uh, guy is chasing her. She locks her door, and he just opens the door and walks in. Wrote yeah. that down too, baby. <laughs> he just walks in. They like made special attention <laughs> yeah. to make sure that there she was a lock it. and a lock sound. And he yeah. just goes, whoop! He just yeah. opens the door. I think that's our voodoo. That's the voodoo. Yeah, yeah voodoo. Mm-hmm. Everybody gets doors. one. One a day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you can use one spell a day, and he used his to unlock a door. It's like Dungeons and Dragons. Um... Yeah, they get her, they do the ritual, they don't end up killing her. Um, Seagal gives her a hug while her titties are out, um, yeah. Yeah. which was awkward for me. But then again, I guess it's a brotherly thing. I mean, she was sad. So what happened? So like, so she's talking about how, you know, they're never going to stop. They're going to keep coming after her. You know, they're going to, um, um, they're going to, uh, they're going to kill her yeah. or kill them. And he, and I wrote this down. So he's consoling her. She says, you know, they're going to keep coming. They're not going to stop. And I wrote this down. He was like, you know, they're going to kill us basically or for exactly what it is that she says. Mm-hmm. But then he says, somehow I don't think he's going to get the chance. And I was just, I didn't, I was confused by that statement. Cause I was like, your sister, you know, basically these guys just broke into the house, was about to, you know, 
sacrifice her or, you know, stab her in the chest. And that is, you know, she's crying. She's upset. She's talking about how these people are going to kill her and kill her daughter. And that's your, your little, your little quip, your little line, as opposed to, oh my God, I'm sorry. You know, as you know, I, you know, I, you know, I'll protect you. I'll, yeah. you know, and said, that's what he says. And I was just Chagall like, calms you down with violence. <laughs> he's like, it's okay. I'm I was just like, what him. type of thing, what type of thing is that to say? Somehow I don't think he's going to get the chance. I didn't like that. Well, earlier on, the guy's talking to him, and he's like, oh, what happened to the two guys? And he says, one thought he was invincible, yeah. the other thought he could fly. Right. And he's like, so? They were, they both, were both wrong. wrong. They were both wrong. Yeah. <laughs> and he, he should just say, oh, I just murdered two men upstairs. Yeah, like, taken care of. Yeah. But then, that is a kind of 80s, 90s I trope. I mean, yeah, I know. Arnold Schwarzenegger is the king of one-liners. True, but and when he does Arnold it, can pull like it off. It. Yeah. Arnold, yeah. Arnold can pull it off. We will maybe we will uh, debate um, what Schwarzenegger's best one-liner is uh, in a future episode. Ooh, yeah. Are they all gonna come from Batman and Robin? Oh, no, man. That's, that's, <laughs> the one I had is when he throws the knife through the chest of the guy stick in Predator. It stick it out. Yeah, chill. <laughs> I think we need to exclude uh, Mr. Freeze. Everybody, cause... freeze. <laughs> My favorite one is "Ice to see you." Yeah. Ooh, that's yeah, so bad. It's real bad. Um, <laughs> really, that whole movie is yeah. just one line of him. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. all of it, that's every it. word he says. Uh, just to reassure our audience, we will not be doing that film. <laughs> uh, I feel bad, but I really like that movie. I know, Do I know. Do you like it hates ironically, it. or you actually like no, it? No, I like it. You uh, like it's silly. You like what cartoons. he's giving you. You like what Uma Thurman is giving you through that whole movie. Oh hell yeah. <laughs> I know I'm in the minority here, but I like that movie. Oh, wow. Mm. It's hard. It's hard to get through. I can only watch it as a, from a comedy perspective. Yeah. Like, I, there's no way I can watch it seriously and be like, this is a good film. Is, is that I guess I'm nipples? not watching yep. it seriously. Yep. Nipples that's, on that's, the bat suit? Yeah, that's yeah. George Clooney and nipples. George Clooney and nipples. <laughs> that's a movie I'd like to see. Um, can I just say yeah. that the car chase in this film was fucking great. It oh, was yeah. good. That was Wasn't good. that good car chase? That was it actually good. was. Yeah, I thought it had great like moments why where they're going it? on that. Why can you put your finger on why it was so good? Because I've got two opinions. One, I think the action was shot very well. I thought it was very um tense and I also thought it was good because it was such a distinct change of pace from the rest of the film. Mm. It had been yeah. very like not humdrum, but nothing had like fired it up and I think that moment did. I just thought it was great. I really enjoyed that. And I love the fight scene afterwards in the jewelry store. Yeah. That was fine. Lots of smashing One around. of the Jamaican guys picks up an umbrella to fight with. He yes. sure does. He does. <laughs> Which I thought was just hardened criminal one aiming thing, to fight with an umbrella. One great. thing that got on my nerves with the, with the posse is just... It's <laughs> 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 just... They're, and, I'm sure, and I guess this is just... This is a common term, but the... The, the continued use of, of blood clot. Yeah. Hated it. Really? It was just far too much. It was it got obnoxious. Well, um, I will tell you, I read I might be I might not get this dead on, but originally the film was when it was written, was called Screwface. It wasn't called Marked for Death. Okay. And apparently they sent it to a specific person. I can't remember who. It may have been an actor in the film to rewrite it uh, to make it more Jamaican, not Jamaican friendly, but more uh, uh, authentic. authentic. Yeah. So they sat down 
and change the patois into better patois, basically. Um, hmm. And Segal then came in and made a bunch of changes. His uh, character was meant to be an Italian-American, and he completely changed the name and completely changed everything. And apparently he changed a number of things. Then he had a court case against him because the right, he wanted writing credit because he claimed he wrote 93% of the film. Oh, boy. And the court case just ruled against him, which was like, no, you get no writing credit on this film. And apparently he was very upset. <laughs> so, yeah. He, but he rewrote, like, little tiny bits. Um, the, Jama the Jamaican uh, uh, patois, I would never have gotten through without subtitles. Yeah. And that's very white of me, I'm sure. But no, I, just, well, I wouldn't have either. Well, yeah, well, there you go. Um, I'm yeah. not white. <laughs> no, you are. What? You are not a white woman. News, <laughs> News flash. You are a person of colour. <laughs> yes. Um, Real yeah. quick, if I can interrupt. Yeah. There's a plot thing that doesn't make sense, right? Mm -hmm. Jewelry store. Him and that dude fuck everybody up. Mm -hmm. Whoop their ass. Yeah. And then just leave. Yeah. Call the police. Get these guys arrested. They're just going to yeah. keep trying to kill you, man. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. If someone says, hey, I'm going to try to kill you until I'm dead, would you just, like, break their hand and say, okay, see you later? <laughs> no, I suppose you're right, actually. By the way, Jamaicans in this, um, their knife skills, mm. very wavy. Yeah. Very, I'm just going to slash the air in front of you. Yeah. yeah. Not a lot of, like, direct stabbing. I don't think there was lots of training happening when, when no. the posse was <laughs> no. getting put together. No, no, I think... He just wanted numbers. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> just wanted to build his posse. <laughs> uh, I may be jumping ahead, but the Jamaicans have to rent a garbage truck and a JCB yep. in order to try and kill Seagal. Yep. That, and then they lose their deposit because they just leave them. They there. just left them there. Yeah. I was so, just like, if that's my, if I have made multiple attempts to try to kill this person and I finally got him cornered and he's stuck in a car and now I've set this car on fire, why don't you just make sure that he's dead? By the way, how did you think Sagal was going to get out of that? I wasn't sure. I felt exactly the same way. I was yeah, I was, sure. I was like, oh, yeah. he's dead. I was like, yeah, he's how's fucked. he getting out of that? And then he got out of it in the worst way. He just got out. Shimmied just, uh, just, underneath the bulldozer thing. And uh, this movie is very predictable, I think. Like, I know what was pretty much was going to happen. Didn't see the twins coming. Didn't see the twins coming, because <laughs> no. that's ridiculous. <laughs> yep. But as soon as he got out of the car, I was like, explosion... And I was like, oh, explosion. Did you uh, guess that it was going to be the biggest explosion in the Did world? Did not know. Because it was, really it was the biggest explosion in the world. Yeah, someone set a car on fire and it literally blows up a country. Yeah. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's kind of too... By the way, Screwface, is he wearing contacts? Hell or yeah. does he have the greenest eyes in the world? Oh, contacts. of course they're contacts. All right. All right, contact experts. <laughs> I don't... And you're a contact expert too. Don't worry. Right. <laughs> Shut up, cat. Um... Yeah, uh, then, I don't, I don't know, I'm going to talk about it. this is the bit that's been bugging me most about this film. Okay. So, him and his Jamaican, and the Jamaican FBI agent, and uh, the guy from They Live, uh, decide to get together, and they're like, right, we're going to kill these motherfuckers. Right. Or we're going to have a montage. So there's a mo montage scene, right? <laughs> Seems like ready. makes his own silencer. Yep. Out of a pipe. Out of a pipe. He cuts a pipe in half and puts it on his gun. He's like, silencer. Yep. And it's the quietest silencer. It yeah. makes no noise. It's not yeah. physically Making possible. his own bullet. What else in that scene did you notice that maybe was a bit odd? Anything? That was odd? I'm just going to come forth and say it. Okay. They put a gun in a video camera. Yes. I know why. I know why. You know why? To get it to into go Jamaica. Jamaica. 
Oh fuck! I yeah, feel like a dummy customs. now. <laughs> customs. I, I didn't yeah. make sense. You can't to me for just a yeah. You can't just pop up on a plane and yeah with guns. How did they get all the other guns in there? There's a machine gun. <laughs> yeah. Giant yeah. Machine Huge gun. sniper yeah. rifle. Yeah. I don't know. I guess they hid it in something else. I don't oh, know. Oh, I didn't get that. I thought he put it in the camera and I was like, oh, they're going to use that later. He's going to be filming someone. He's going to pull a yeah. trigger and he's going to fire up. I mean, I thought that would have been better, but no, I think it was just, you know. Because the end of the film came. My assumption yeah. was, yeah. I was like, oh, that scene must have been cut. That's yeah. actually dope if you put a gun in a camera. I'm sure and you put it on your shoulder. I'm sure it's been done. Yeah. I'm sure. I'm had, 100% has, yeah. it's been done. Yeah, okay. But yeah, I thought it would have, yeah. You, you're you left with just assuming that that's how they how they did it. It was just to get into Jamaica. Yeah, okay. Although the end of the, the last scene of the movie is weird. But that's jumping ahead. Oh, you know when he's in that dark room? Oh, should we not go this far ahead? No, no. When he has his jump, uh, jump night vision goggles <laughs> on? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Goggles. And there's 40 people in that room that's like, Wet, pretty well lit. Yeah. And none of them see him. Yeah. Oh, it is... It's daytime. Daytime. There is plenty of light in that room. It wasn't daytime, it was night. It was during that party. No, but I'm yeah, saying but like... in that room, it's oh. like he had four lights on. Well, he cut the power. Yeah, but in but the film, it... it's still bright as shit. I guess so. So he's in that room with 40 people yelling, yeah. going crazy, right. and he goes to the next room, it's quiet. Yeah. Nobody, not a <laughs> single person. Oh, and there are lights on. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Good it's... point. Good point. By the way, before they go in the Jamaican mansion... Um, he gives his, oh, his hand friends signals? Yeah, hand the signs, the hand coach. signals. He does about 15 of them in a row. Yeah. And I get it. In like SWAT films or, or like even uh, uh, army films, soldier films, they do, you know, certain signs to stop, go, alpha team, entry, stuff like that. He does sign language. He does <laughs> ASL. Yeah. And ASL. So you guys want to get something yeah, to eat ASL. after this? Yeah. I was thinking AOL for a second. I was like, have I got that wrong? Is it AOL? <laughs> You've got mail. Um, yeah. I I thought that was crazy. that They were like, oh, I understand exactly what you've just said. I'll go on the roof and then I'll just shoot people with a giant machine gun. Although, when he snipers those guys, it's pretty dope. Yeah. With his whistling little gun. Whistling? Whispering little gun. The cat's hungry, by the way, everyone, so he's making noise. Should I feed him? Or should um, I wait? Yeah, go ahead and feed just him. just keep me yelling. Go ahead and feed him if you want. Are you sure? Sorry, everyone. Yeah. There you go. This is authentic. Professional. Yeah. You know who would feed his cat in the middle of a podcast? Steven Seagal. Hell yeah. Steven Seagal definitely would. Back into the film. Okay. I so I want I wanted to talk about the last the last the very last shot, the very last scene. So he's killed Screwface number two, right? Which... FBI Jamaica is dead. Wait. Wait. <laughs> he... FBI Jamaica. <laughs> Fucks Screwface. Oh well, yeah, yeah he does. He slashes him in the head. Yeah, slashes him, him around in the, the ball chest. in the chest. Yeah, gouges his eyes out. Yeah, straight thumbs his eyes out. That was out. so yeah. unnecessary and such a dummy. Back breaks him, snaps yeah. his spine, and throws then him down an elevator shaft. Down an elevator shaft, and yeah. elevator shaft, and then he yeah. gets impaled. Yeah, that dude. Yeah, not good. He's not having an open <laughs> casket. So the last scene of the movie, the same continuous reggae song that's been playing, that's played multiple times throughout the movie, mm-hmm. comes on, and they're carrying the dead body. Him and the coach are carrying the dead body of FBI Jamaica out of the warehouse, and that's how it ends. Yeah. These Them movies just, just end, man. Yeah, him just carrying a dead body. Oh, it needs to be. Uh, you don't remember that? That's no. how the movie ended. I think I when was, credits were coming I think I was out. just so excited. <laughs> I just, I missed that bit. Yeah, just ended. Yep. We don't know if the kid. Oh, the kid's cool, I guess. Oh yeah, we because they said she stabilized. Oh yeah, the oh, sister said stabilize. that she's stable, but yeah. So yeah, that's how the movie it... ended. That Screwface song is playing, and they're carrying a dead body, 
or Steven Seagal is carrying it like bridal style, uh, carrying a dead body. Hey, what do you want to happen? You know, this film wraps up perfectly. <laughs> I mean, Steven Seagal should be arrested for fourteen murders. Oh, 100%. You know, it's not going to happen. Yeah, like the FBI guy, he was all angry that Steven Seagal was going like rogue and take... He wanted him, to, I guess, to... Because when at the bar, when the FBI showed up, the FBI guy wanted him to join them. But then he got mad that Steven Seagal went, was like doing this on his own. Mm-hmm. But then that's it. So it was there... Never see him again. Never see him again. So it's just like, oh, it's cool. You guys, you, you can do what you want now. Going rogue. Yeah. Going rogue, baby. That's what Seagal does. <laughs> yeah, clearly. I'm pretty sure... I'm pretty sure he does that in every single film. Oh, but under Siege, he's actually the chef um, on the boat. But I he's like an like... ex-Navy SEAL who's just now a chef. I feel like now I'm... Now I feel like at the very least I should watch Under Siege. You feel like you want to watch one, right? Because you mentioned that a lot. Is that like his best one? That, no, that's his biggest Hollywood film. His biggest film. Hollywood film. Yeah, okay. it's got Tommy Lee Jones I've heard in Because I've heard of Under Siege. Do you remember the... er- Erica Eleniak from Baywatch? Yes. She gets her boobs out. Of course. And they are monumental boobs. <laughs> they hold a special place in teenage Sean's life. Mm. Cyrus would love them. Yeah. Um, yeah, Under Siege, we, well, let's, let's we'll watch it, it on our own. Let's not do it for the podcast. Yeah, we'll, we'll watch, we'll watch it own. by ourselves. Um, I wouldn't mind watching like Hard to Kill or Out for Justice. One of I don't his. Know about this. All right, fine. <laughs> Fuck you then. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, like, just to wrap things up, or not even wrap things up, but wrap things up about this film. Honestly, I was so shocked that I enjoyed this as much as I did. I, I, okay, let me put it this way. I had fun with this film. And not in a, this is very silly, pointing silly things out. If I would have just watched this without, with just shutting my brain off and not looking for stupid things, I, I would have enjoyed it. I mean. It was all right. A 6.5 out of 10. Um, Is that what you're giving it? Yeah. What do you give it? I thought you'd give it higher based on what you no, said. No, I don't think it quite reached. Maybe a seven. Maybe a seven. I'm not going to rate this one. Okay. No. Okay. Because it's not... <laughs> I'm watching it for the wrong reasons. Right. 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 Yeah. And I think I think we do watch these films. Like, we, we watch the legitimate Kung Fu films, and then we watch one of these because they're silly. And I think that's why I'm so surprised. Because I watched this film with the intention of picking up on all these silly things. And I did. But I, I liked it. How about, uh, sorry, real quick. Yeah. Well, the last, li- like, the big line is, uh, I hope, I hope there's, I hope he's not triplets, or whatever it was. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, he yeah. After he, I hope they're not After triplets. After he kills yes. number two, yeah. Yes. Yeah. It'd be Yikes. great if there was a sequel <laughs> where there is a triplet. Um, so yeah, you two didn't like it. It was I like, it. it was, I mean, it was fine, but it was just, it was blah to me. Here's a question for you. What genre is this film? Action. Action. Straight up action. Yeah. Action. I'm sorry, but my final, like my like final, my final thoughts were, you know, where, where's the martial arts? And so I was just, I dropped the ball on that. I dropped the ball. I actually asked a few people online, which uh, were one of Seagal's better films, his earlier films. And a few people told me this one, I guess I should have focused more on martial arts. Um, I don't know if he does more in like hard to kill. He definitely doesn't do more in under siege. Um, yeah, I so I apologize. Not much of a martial arts film, but what martial arts there were was good. <laughs> I liked it. The art of the push. Yeah, and the clothesline. The push and getting and pe- running into people. Yeah. You know his, his punches? And crashing heads through I, glass cases. Funny enough, yeah. he's actually studied, apparently, again, this might be bullshit, but apparently, Ip Man's 
last student is a guy called Samuel Kwok. And Samuel Kwok claims uh, Steven Seagal has been learning Wing Chun for 35 years. So apparently he knows his Wing Chun as well. And there were moments when he threw punches in this. It was a bit Wing Chun-y. Yeah. All right. It's a look of defeat. Well, no, I think I, maybe I pick up on it differently. But I saw a bit of Wing Chun, and I've seen him do apparently in his later films. Like I think he's got one out called Attrition. I think it's called, um, and he does some Wing Chun in that. Uh, but I think I think I thought that was interesting. Just that he's learned from the student of It Man. So he <laughs> Steven Seagal has a connection to It Man. See, <clears throat> my problem is because you've told me so many things, I don't know what's true and what's not. About Seagal or just yeah, in my about, life? About Seagal. So I feel like I can't... I don't know. Apparently all this stuff is true. Okay. But then again, it's on the internet. Right. Like, but I, I know that he... Like, for instance, like I know that he was a cop. I mean, that I was well, aware of. He wasn't really. It's, it's like a, a show with Steven Seagal lawman. Right. But he was an actual police officer, though, right? In like the he, show? Or no, in, in, in no. general. I think oh, he was a bounty it? hunter. So he's not like it, legally... For the show. For the uh, show only. He never had a history of bounty hunting. Like he never like actually... No, no. Oh, like uh, oh, Dog well, the mind. Bounty Hunter isn't a cop. Right. Well, yeah, I know that. But no, it's an early life. He literally was uh, a um, martial arts instructor from early on. And then he was like a fight choreographer or like did stunts on some films. And then they cast him in his first film. So he, he doesn't have... I, I mean, I don't know. He may have, you know made pizza earlier on in his life i don't know <laughs> but i don't think he was a cop or okay. he was a bodyguard apparently uh, at some point uh, but okay. there you go right. i'm sure he says he was the Enough bodyguard to like a tibetan princess or something I, I maybe steven seagal writes his own wikipedia page i don't know um but i like to think he does uh, so uh going forward um i enjoyed again i enjoyed doing this film i, I don't do. mean i just enjoyed watching it i enjoyed doing this um I don't think we're going to do a Seagal one anytime soon, another one. Um, me and Devin will watch Under Siege, uh, <laughs> but that's that. Uh, going forward, I do have the next three films. I do have a list of the next three films. So in this order, we are going to do Once Upon a Time in China. That is our next episode, uh, the Jet Li film, uh, directed by Choi Hark. The second film we're going to do is the sequel to the 36th Chamber of Shaolin. We're going to do really? Return to the 36th Chamber. Really? What did that really mean? <laughs> thought, really, are we actually doing this, or really is there a sequel? Uh, I thought... I don't uh, Whenever you mention sequels, I, my brain says, like, what am I saying? They're bad. <laughs> the sequels are bad. Oh, well... But I can't remember if this one was bad. The second sequel... Oh, the second sequel. Sorry, the sequel isn't bad. The third film is. I see. Um, and then the film after that, uh, due to uh, Devon kind of uh, stating her love for it, we are going to do The Night Comes for Us. And I feel justified because in that list you mentioned earlier how it was number three. Yeah, um, if, if you haven't looked at this, um, I think, yeah, Film School Rejects, the website, uh, filmschoolrejects.com, just put out an article, which is the top 50 uh, action films of the last of oh, this decade and uh the night comes for us is number three so we highly be... recommend it it's on netflix it is on netflix it's a net it's a netflix film yeah um, you can't get it any other way which 
annoys the shit out of me because I want a Blu-ray of it. Even though I can watch it whenever on Netflix, I oh, want it so in good. my collection. So That's good, interesting. Cyrus. Yeah. You can't have a Blu-ray of it because it's on Netflix. Correct. Yeah. Hmm. Um, you can, like Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon 2 is a Netflix film, but you can get a, a Blu-ray of it in Hong Kong. Uh, so if I, you can easily buy it from Hong Kong, um, but they don't have the night comes for uh, for us. Hmm. So, um, and exciting news, we got our first email. Hey. Yes, we got our first email, and it is from a gentleman who I've got to pull up his name now. Sorry for not remembering it. Um, it's a gentleman called Tristan. Uh, AKA Martial Arts Film Freak on YouTube. Uh, he has a YouTube channel where I believe he reviews um, martial arts films. So go ahead and check that out. Thank you so much, Tristan. I really appreciate it, or we really appreciate it. Um, if anyone else wants to send us questions, please do. I'll go over the email and everything at the end. Uh, so the question is, and it's to you two, it's not for me. So you've both obviously got a friend. Well, you know, you call me a friend. I'm more like a mentor. Um, you've both obviously got a friend who forces you to watch what he likes. I've been that friend myself. The question is, if you were that friend, what would you force your friends to watch because you love it so much? Now, we can do this in two different ways. It's what would you force me to watch if you had something in mind? Or you can say, what is there that you think everyone should watch that you're into. So you don't have to you don't have to do it with me because you know me and I've seen a lot of what you've seen. But if you have something in mind that you want other people to watch, what would it be? Who's who wants to go? Okay, I'll go first. It took me a very long time. She has been toiling over this. For like a week. Yeah. And if something finally popped up into my head like not that long before we started recording this. Um, and the reason why so the reason why I chose it, it was something that I watched. It was a TV show. I really enjoyed it, and the reason why, I mean, there's nothing like, it's not groundbreaker or anything like that, but I just thought it was really good. And the reason why I chose this particular show is because when it got canceled, this is my very first time, like, where I was so upset that it mm. got canceled. One of my emails, I literally created an email based off of the characters from this show so I could, like, join, like, other fans who were mad and, like, and like Bird. petition, Bird. <laughs> petition that it get like. Uh, was it better than my Romeo Must Live email address? I no, don't want to. Yeah. No, because nothing's better yes, than my Romeo correct. Must Live. So I specifically created this email so I could like so we could so I could join all the other fans. We were like emailing like CBS to bring it back. Did you send an email to CBS? I did. <laughs> Have I seen this show? No, you have, or at least I don't think so. What is but it? the craziest is it? thing is, it's not. <laughs> it's not anything like. It's not like it's like, you know, Game of Thrones or like Westworld, like that good. Um, it's a show called. You're setting it up to be. I know. A gem, but I know. On. So what? it's it was a show called Moonlight, and it was about vampires. <laughs> okay, I've never heard of this. I show. know it was Ever. one season. So you know, so the guy. Uh, after this got canceled, he actually got Hawaii Five O. So the main guy, okay, Hawaii Five, yeah. whose name I can't, Alex, I think Alex O'Laughlin, he did before for uh, Hawaii Five O. He did this show, Moonlight. Yeah, and he was a vampire in it, and I loved it, and I thought it was great. Was it a serious show or was it like a comedy? No, it wasn't a comedy. It was just like a kind of like, like Vampire Diaries yeah, ish. No, it was more oh. like a. It was a drama. It was good. Really? Yeah. When did it come out? I don't know. I don't know what year. <laughs> I don't know what year it was. It was a couple. I mean, Hawaii Five O has had like how many seasons? Like six. How many so seasons was, did Moonlight get? Just one. Just one. It got season. canceled after one. 
Oh, it must have been good. <laughs> so that's what I would, but I, like, do I think that you would? Yeah, would I like it? I don't think so, but I... <laughs> but you would recommend it to others? I mean, I have a couple things. Go ahead, things. if you have others. If I have, okay. Right. So, also, another show I would recommend, it's currently on, it's final season is about to go on Netflix, Lucifer. I think Lucifer is uh, fucking awesome. Can Lucifer I just give a great. shout out here? Yes. The fight choreographer or fight, uh, or action director, I'm not sure, of Lucifer is Vlad Rimberg, who's easily one of the best guys doing it right now. I watch all his videos. If you haven't followed Vlad Rimberg on YouTube, go and follow him. He posts some of the best, literally, honestly, the best fight scenes you will see. Watch Lucifer, Netflix. No, no, we're going to get into Lucifer now. Okay. So Lucifer was originally on, like, Netflix. It was on, like, it was on Fox for, I think, two or three seasons. Got they canceled, got canceled, then Netflix but then, it up. because, yeah, there was such a big, like, outpouring from fans, Netflix renewed it. Have you got Lucifer3 at gmail.com and you complained to Fox? No. Oh, okay. Just check it. Just check <laughs> this it. was this was all like before I discovered the show. Oh, by the way, bouncing back to Moonlight. Yeah. Are you willing to reveal what your email address was, or do you still have it? I still have it. Okay. Okay. That's fine. Yeah. What words does it have in it though, related to the show, or you not? The 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 first names of the two main characters. Really? Okay. Um. Yeah. You don't. Have I to, mean, you don't have to put it out. Yeah. So so Moonlight and Lucifer. I mean, I have like I could list other is, stuff. Is Lucifer a bit corny? It's not corny, but it's definitely fun. It's definitely, it has okay. definitely like moments of comedy in it, but it's, right. it's, I think it's great. Okay. It's about the devil as a police officer? No. Oh. oh I'm, <laughs> well, he like works, he works with a detective, so he's not a police officer, but oh. yeah, it's the devil and he's like left hell and is hanging out on earth and it's fun. It's, it's fun. That's fair. I I don't know. I was I was. Considering... I think you might like it. Really? That one I think you might enjoy. See, I like stuff like Sometimes that. Sometimes I'm not sure with you. I like Supernatural, and that's kind of silly in places mm -hmm. as well. Um, well, I, I I liked early Supernatural. I gave up a little bit yeah. uh, into it. Um, maybe I'll try Lucifer. Yeah. If I... you want to rewatch it at any point, maybe I'll watch it. Okay. But it's, have you seen the last season? The last season hasn't aired yet. Oh, hasn't this aired. is gonna, this is going to be the final season. All right, Cyrus, do you have anything? Not necessarily for me, but for people. Oh. People. People. I have one of both. Oh. Go for it. One, one of my favorite movies is called The Pest. <laughs> and <laughs> it's, it's a horrible movie. Everyone knows. It's a, it's a very bad movie. John Leguizamo. If yes. you, like, so I haven't seen the movie, but I've seen the trailer, and that was enough to make me... It's a beautiful... Have no interest in it. Do you honestly yes. recommend it to people, though, knowing that it's shit? Because you no, know no. it's shit. That's the one that I, it means a lot to me. Right. That I, if I were to give to someone, like, as kind of like a torture. Okay, okay. But, I, but at the same time, like, I want you to watch that because then we, I, we can, like, bond over this thing. Right, that's right. So, I cherish so much. I know there's another one as well. I don't know if you're going to bring it up now. Yeah, there's another one. Um, but the reason I like The Pest so much is because I watched it with family and like my sister when I was yeah. like 11 or 12 or 13 and that, that's like when you're supposed to watch this movie because it's fucking crazy. <laughs> right, right. I think there's a whole bunch of things like that. I think there's definitely films from my childhood that are objectively terrible mm. but just have a like firm place in my heart. Yeah. Yeah. I can't think of one off the top of my head. I guess I mentioned it earlier. Low Down Dirty... Oh! Low Down Dirty Shame and Booty Call. Booty Call is a fucking awesome comedy. <laughs> it's so good. 
Anyway, sorry, go ahead. And this one's simple. Uh, the movie everyone should watch. I know what he's going to say. It's called Grandma's Boy. Yep. That's the it's one. It's the thought. easiest watch on the planet Earth. There's a joke every fucking like 10 seconds. It's just fantastic. Who's in it? It's the guy who's in all the Adam Sandler movies. Right. Um, I don't know his name. Did Adam Sandler like produce it or something? I Maybe. think so. Like yeah. Roy Schneider. Nick Schwartz. Rob no. Schneider. Rob Schneider. Roy Schneider's from Jaws. Right. Rob Schneider's in it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. So is Roy Schneider. <laughs> no, he's not. Uh, Nick Swardson's in it. That guy. Oh, I hate Nick Swardson. Oh, he's excellent. Oh, Terry. In this. Trust me on this one. Terry from Reno 911. Trust me on this one. I don't care for him as a human, but. Jeez. Right. I like Terry. <laughs> no, I don't. I think he's a, a strange. I don't know. He doesn't sit right with me. In interviews, I'm not calling him an asshole or anything, but he just. I, I find him to be a little odd for me. Jonah Hill is in it, too. Oh, really? Yeah. Fat Jonah Hill? Yeah. Great. Yeah. Yeah. Why, does highly it make a, why does it make a difference? Well, fat Jonah Hill. Yeah. Because it's early Jonah Hill. Oh, okay. and I was just That's how you qualify. I'm not body shaming him. No. I'm just saying, oh, yeah. was, is it newer or is it older? I should have okay. just said, what year did it come out? But instead I said, is it fat Jonah Hill? <laughs> so I, that's my way of kind of pinpointing when okay. it came out. I thought you were specifying that like, if he's, if it's like either fat Jonah Hill or thinner like, Jonah like, Hill, like one is like one is funnier than the other. Jonah Hill, if you're listening, I am so sorry. That's our bad. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I didn't... That's it. I'm done. Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't have any others. Obviously, Kung Fu is my main thing. Um, I could reel off a bunch of films that I think people should watch. Not necessarily Kung Fu. Um, I could do podcasts. Yeah, there's podcasts. Let's save that for another time. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we can go over podcasts that we like. Um, and yeah, all the shows that I like tend to be ones that people have, have seen. Anyone in America, I'm just going to throw one out. That anyone in America who hasn't seen this, and neither of you have seen this, and you should see it, I'm Alan Partridge. I've, you seen, haven't... I've seen a bit. Didn't yeah. I watch it with you? Only bit. Uh, did you? Or was it the movie that we watched? We watched the movie, Alpha, oh, okay. Alpha Papa. Have you seen I some of it? I watched the movie. Right. But I can't find the series. Yeah, it's really hard to Anywhere. find. Anywhere. Yeah, I actually have it on DVD. But okay. uh, it's really hard to find, I think. Um, I don't know if there's, there's some weird BBC like BBC Wales subscription or something <laughs> that you can get it on. I really don't know. Four people have that. Yeah, well, yeah exactly. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, we'll wrap it up here. We've uh, we've gone a while. I hope, hopefully, we've covered everything we need to cover. Um, yeah. So the next episode will be in two weeks, and we'll be on Jet Li's Once Upon a Time in China. We'll just be doing the first film. Um, the only issue we have is if anyone wants to watch it along with, not along with us, but watch it before the, uh, episode, watch along. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it's on any streaming services. It might be on Amazon, but only to rent. I don't know if it's free on any streaming services. Yeah. I think it's on Amazon. Yeah. I think it's a rental though. Um, yeah. So I don't know. That might be a trickier one because I, I, I put, out the idea that we were going to do marked for death this week and about three people were like yeah we're not renting that <laughs> we're not paying Fair four enough. we're not paying four dollars for that film Fair enough. Uh, which i did and it's one of the better four dollars i've spent to be honest yeah. i'm glad i watched it i had a fun right right yeah. exactly i think not only did i enjoy the film I, we had a fun episode i enjoyed talking about it so all right so until next time oh oh before we go any further please feel free to email me or us uh, uh, my email address, our email address, sorry, <laughs> I'm not very good okay. at this. Uh, our email address is foo, F-U, for 
thoughtpod at gmail.com. We welcome all questions, all comments, all suggestions, all criticism, anything, any kind of feedback or any questions you have, please, please send them our way. And we will give you a shout out, leave your name, Leave your website, leave your Instagram. I will I'll put it out there uh, when we do an episode. Please share us with your friends. Yeah, if you could sh- if you know anyone that's into kung fu films or into like silly action films. Or just please... want to hear the three of us rattle off and rant. Yeah, please uh, share <laughs> us with any anyone that you think might like it. Um, the Instagram is Devin. Foo underscore four underscore thought. Thank you very much. And the Tumblr is foo for thought. Uh, dot tumblr.com we are available on all podcast platforms um i thought you were gonna say we are available 24 7 <laughs> <laughs> if anyone needs to speak to me this is my phone number yeah so please oh 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 one last thing and i really would appreciate this and i know if you're like me you never do this you listen to podcasts and you do not rate them and you do not leave any kind of review if anyone could do that just to get us a little bit more recognition and put us out there we would really 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 be grateful um i know this sounds like begging now but i just please uh, please please god we're, we're cold we're cold and hungry um i would i would just really appreciate it. that'd be great uh but until next time thanks everyone for listening And uh, catch you later.